0: Welcome to episode 59 of Two Larrys and a Mike. I'm Larry Dowdy. Larry Bly here. Mike? And um, Mike?
1: Mike? Uh oh. Whoa, what's this? Whoa. Oh, Is he dear. Target Price? Well, he started Mike's Balloon Popping Company. <laughs> What well, with all the errant balloons flying her all around, he says, "Why spend forty-five million dollars scrambling a jet and shooting a million-dollar sidewinder? Yeah, Why yeah, you do yeah, that well, when you can get Mike's service for a fraction of the cost?" You know something scares now, that makes me sense, about doesn't? Mike
0: looking through a scope and the crosshairs and a balloon.
1: Yeah, well. No. Well, anyway, thus far, yeah. he's only managed to shoot down a buzzard and that cockatiel that flew the coop last year. I've been with thousands of men again and again. They sing the same tune. Lily Von Stoop. start with Byron and Shelley then jump on your belly and bust your balloon. Oh, and bust oh, your balloons. Oh, <laughs> there yes, you go. Yes. So, anyway, that's the mic situation. It just sounds like it makes sense to me. You know, well, you can save an awful lot of money.
0: It it does. Uh, here in episode 59. What are we doing? I don't today? know. I, I don't it's going to be go. kind of hard to top anything. No, I likes know. To it. Well, you know. Uh, we're going to be doing the greatest B-sides in music. B. And uh, a lot of that was generated recently from uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about other B-sides. Mm-hmm. But let's get to some birthdays. What do you say?
1: Oh yes, let's do that. Absolutely. Ed Sheeran is thirty-two. Good heavens! I have stuff in my refrigerator over the map. Country music singer Brian
0: White is forty-nine. Mm-hmm. Smokey Robinson turned eighty-three. Oh, Did you know so. that he was nominated for his first Grammy in 68? And what it, was it for? And won his first Grammy. What was it for? I don't remember. Well, I'm not going to mention but, it, it. But, but like he does it. have a new album coming out. I think it's in April. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it on Motel? uh, I'm not sure. I think it's called Gasm. Who's it recording for these days? Uh, We know. You know, he's made enough over the years. It
1: doesn't matter. He can have his own. All right. Yeah. Uh, Rihanna's 35. Mm -hmm. Record company executive David Geffen is 80. And singer Mary Chapin Carpenter is 65. You know who she was married to at one time? Uh, Who? She was married to the guy that uh, booked all of the acts down at the... uh, Harvester? The Harvester, Yeah. yeah. Gary Jackson. I didn't realize that. Gary Jackson lived with her for a while when he was doing some stuff up in Maryland. Yeah. And he told me one time, he says, you know, every every crummy song she ever did about how awful men are was written about me. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that neat? Rocker George Thorgood, 73. I love him. I've never seen him in concert, but I think I would love to.
0: Singer Seal turned 60 recently. Daniel Powder, 52. Justin Jeffrey of 98 Degrees, 50. Singer Shauna Thompson of The Thompson Square. Zeshinwana Tawana? Uh, no, no, oh, that, okay. uh, just a Shawana Thompson, <laughs> uh, 45, uh, and George Harrison would have been 80. Oh. He, uh, he left us in 2001 at the age of 58.
1: Ain't right, ain't fitting. Mm-mm. Singer Michael Bolton turned 70. Singer Mitch Ryder, Detroit Reel, Wheels, is 78.
0: Singer Josh Groban turned 42. Guitarist Neil Schoen of Journey, 69. Johnny Van Zandt of Van Zandt and Leonard Skinner,
1: 63. Mm. Country Singer Jason Aldean. Is that how you said it? Jason
0: Aldean? It could be Aldean or Aldean.
1: Aldean. Yeah, either right. one. So, how, how about Aldean?
0: Okay. Turns 46.
1: Singer <laughs> Sam the Sham. Oh, and has Pharaohs. He's 86. Oh, my gosh. Sam the Sham's almost 90 years old.
0: Yeah. Where are the Pharaohs today? Oh, Probably well,
1: dead. Well, the Pharaohs are all <laughs> of sorts. Singer Cindy Wilson of the B 52s is 66. And singer Pat Monahan of Train is fifty.
0: Roger Daltrey of The Who recently turned 79. Justin Bieber just 20, not just a... Justin.
1: Child. By the way, Justin has just just announced uh, that he <laughs> like is canceling his concerts again. Really? He's having medical problems. Oh, serious, okay. serious okay. medical problems.
0: Singer uh, John Bon Jovi turns sixty-one. Yeah. Luke Combs thirty-three. Jay Osmond of guess who? No, yeah. not guess who. The, the Osmonds
1: sixty-eight. Well, oh, I thought he was with the DeFranco <laughs> family. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's good story. I guess he's not. And uh, John Cowsill of the Calcilla, 67.
1: Oh, love those Calcilla. They're going to come back up later on in the uh, podcast. Oh. I know you don't know that, but they are. I can't wait. They are going to be uh, reappearing on the podcast. All so right. today we're talking about the best of two best of B-sides. I
0: guess it's the best of uh, two vinyl worlds, Actually, right? Actually,
1: it's the best of two sides, because if you have an A hit and a B hit, then that's two-sided hit.
0: You bet it is. Let's get to our opening montage. Just dancing in the dark a
1: bright color. I'll be the roundabout Long distance Run around let the check outside Okay Just.
0: That opening montage, Dancing in the Dark and Pink Cadillac from Bruce Springsteen, Roundabout and Long Distance Runaround from Yes, LaGrange and Just Got Paid Today, ZZ Top, Blue Suede Shoes and Honey Don't from Carl Perkins, Sunny Afternoon and I'm Not Like Everybody Else, The Kinks. I don't remember that. No. I'm I not like everybody I don't else. I remember that. Sunny Afternoon, I do remember. I don't think that was it. And uh, 1999, Ooh. and uh, How Come You Don't Call Me Anymore from Prince. I don't I'm, remember that song. Because I'm any. out
1: of dimes.
0: What do you need a dime for today?
1: No, you can't do anything uh, with a dime. Uh, you can't even buy pennies worth of candy with a yeah, dime anymore.
0: That is uh, that is true. So th- there the uh, some two sided hits from our um, opening montage. And incidentally, I mentioned the uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Foundation. They released their list of nominees from 2023's three's induction, and uh, of course, voting for that is underway until April twenty eighth, and you can vote online at vote dot rockhall dot com. Inductee is going to be announced in May. Hmm. in New York City. But uh, here in uh, episode 59, we're discussing the greatest B-sides of singles of all time. And there were a lot of B-sides, as you could tell in the opening montage, a lot of B-sides from those in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Hmm. Did you have any standouts?
1: Surfer girl yep. on one side. Mm-hmm. Flip it over on a B-side, a little do scoop. Yep. You know what I mean. Beach Boys... Uh, I'm going to do one well of Chuck Willis. I guess later on we'll we'll talk about that. Okay. Uh, of course, the Beatles always have, they always lead the field. Sure. Hello, goodbye. On one side, B side, I am the Walrus. Actually, you know, I am the Walrus was not a top forty. I don't think it was a big top forty hit, but it, it definitely got played. Mostly it got played on the album. It was an mm-hmm, album cut, mm-hmm. as yep, you know. Yep. And uh, Long Tall Sally slash Slip in the Slide and Little Richard. Of course, that was a big double-sided hit. He could have made twice as much money had he just put one of those on another record.
0: Well, you're, you're exactly right, but I guess at the time, folks were so hungry... They were wanting more music from these artists. Nah. And, you know, you had to depend on vinyl at the time. You couldn't just download it on Fridays or well, something yeah, like that. Go you mentioned through. the Beatles, Strawberry Fields Forever. Oh, you know, yeah. A song from the Beatles written right. by Lennon and, um, and right. McCartney. Mm-hmm. It was released on uh, the 13th. Thir- 18th of February 1967 as a double side single to Penny Lane.
1: How about that? Sam Cooke had one. I'd forgotten about this one. Shake, which was a big hit record. Mm-hmm. The B side was not as big, but it was a very serious and very important record called A Change Is Going to Come, and that's a great song. Oh, that is. It is.
0: Yeah. Back to the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Hey Jude, written by McCartney and Lennon. Uh, it was a non-album single in August of '68. On the B-side, "Revolution." Oh my! Three versions of the song "Revolution" were actually recorded and released on the White Album. Uh, that that gets confusing to me. Yeah, it really no. does. Actually, the Beatles have ten two-sided hits. Oh my heavens!
1: Of course, there's no way that Carol King in 1971 could have put out any single record. Without a hit on both sides, and that was from tapestry. Definitely. Yeah, from tapestry. It's too late on one side. B side, I feel the earth move under my feet. Mm. Remember that? Oh yep. man! Yep. Yep. And of course the uh, the King Elvis, who's making a big comeback. By the way, he seems to be in the news all the time now. <laughs> he does because uh, they're getting ready to release some new stuff, and they're getting ready. they uh, I, I think that uh, they're producing some new shows mm-hmm. uh, using him as the theme, and he's just bigger and better than ever. Anyway, he had uh, that's all right, mom on one side flip it over on the B-side blue moon of Kentucky keep on shining Mm -hmm. Elvis Presley
0: and we've talked about uh, Elvis' song Hound Dog of course the big first hit of that was uh, Big Mama Thornton oh yeah back in 1952 in fact it was written for her yep Yep, uh, actually spent uh, seven weeks at number one. That's in one of the 19- things. 52. You know,
1: that's one of the things that Elvis and his producers did a really good job of. Mm-hmm. They uh, they could pick up somebody else's song and say, you know, E, I think we could do a better job of that. And I'll be doggone if they go into RCA recording studio and knock it out and have another hit. Yeah,
0: uh, Elvis's Hound Dog flip side of that B side was Don't Be Cruel. Oh, okay. And uh, Elvis had uh, six. Two sided hits, hmm. uh, you know, compared to the, uh, the the Beatles, which we were talking about a second ago and all of theirs. Uh, interestingly enough, though, Hound Dog has been recorded more than 250 times. <laughs>
1: really? Yeah. Well, I do remember that. Uh, of course, CCR, Creed's Clearwater Revival, mm-hmm. another group that just could not put out a, 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 a single record, that didn't have a hit on both sides. Proud Mary on one side, and the B-side was Born on the Bayou,
0: which was not a huge hit. It wasn't a huge hit, but you know what? CCR fans, just save your emails, save your texts. I like Born on the Bayou better than Proud Mary because Ike and Tina made that song their own. Yeah, I guess you're right.
1: It had something to do with who the last person that knocked it to pieces.
0: (laughs) Uh, Jimi Hendrix
1: didn't have many, but he had one. Purple mm-hmm. Haze on one side, that was the really big hit. And then it was followed up on the B-side with Wind Cries Mary, which was a lesser hit, but a very, very good song.
0: We were talking mm. about some of the artists now in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which I don't always agree with who's there and who isn't, uh, who especially the who isn't. And mm-hmm. they should have been in there years ago. Right. I think Three Dog Night comes to mind here. But uh, like Michael Jackson, his two-sided hit from 79, Rock With You, great song. I do not remember working day and night. But then, let me have a second. By the time he came along yeah weren't we finished with 45s? uh not quite but really getting close oh okay Get, getting close to the CD day because I'm a little hazy <laughs> purple hazy <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just went through a period of my good. life that was very good <laughs> went through a period of my life when I just don't remember things
0: <laughs> uh, let me see when we were starting to when I got back into radio mm-hmm. uh late 90s yeah. that's when we were starting to go to CD ah Okay. So uh, we were we were okay. And think back, uh, Zeppelin, immigrant song, which I always loved. That the B side, Hey Hey, what can I do? I don't. That's, supposedly no, no, that no. was a big B sided hit. Don't, I, don't I, don't I don't remember it. No.
1: I said Sam Cooke didn't have many, but believe it or not, he had another one that had um, a hit on both sides. Bringing it on home to me was huge. Mm-hmm. And then, flip it over inside side B, was having a party, and that was huge as well. Probably just as big.
0: 1958, yeah. Richie Valance. I think uh, we all remember these two for sure. Donna was the A-side. Mm-hmm. La Bamba was the B-side. And of course, I always
1: sang along with La Bamba, but because I couldn't uh, speak to the clown, I he said, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Blah <laughs> blah blah. Everybody thought I'd be very impressed if I could sing the song. <laughs> blah 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 blah. Uh, here's another Elvis Elvis one. Mystery Train yep, and hey. I forgot to forget. I don't remember that at all. Mystery Train? No, I forgot to remember to forget. Oh. You've already forgotten, haven't you? Yes, See what yes, i say? Yes. Uh-huh. Uh,
0: 1970, Simon and Garfunkel had a two-sided hit, but I don't know about this B-side thing. I mean, I remember the song. Uh, Cecilia was the A-side mm-hmm. and the only living boy in New York. You know, yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure the only living boy
1: in New York got played much on, on Probably radio. in New York. <laughs> well, mostly on the turntable. Well,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Well, Aretha Franklin came in here. Since you've been gone on mm-hmm. one side, and ain't no way, which was a lesser hit on the B-side. But it was it, nevertheless.
0: Uh, kudos, definitely, to uh, Fleetwood Mac 1977. Now, this was quite the duo, I think, uh, as far as hit songs, A and B. Go Your Own Way was the A-side. Okay. Silver Springs. <laughs> The B-side.
1: Well, yes, I'd forgotten all about Silver Springs. Yeah. About that. Well, even Fats Domino did. My blue heaven on side A, and I'm in love again on side B. I yep, yep. I don't think I'd realize that. You know, I got to talk to Fats one time. Did you really? <laughs> you remember uh, that? So
0: what do you, how do you
1: address him? Remember that interview? With Mr. Fats? <laughs>
0: uh, Mr. Domino? Mr.
1: Domino. Okay. Yes, Mr. Domino. Okay. Well, you know, I played you a little snippet of that some <laughs> time back where I'm... Sweating bullets trying to get the man to say anything other than yeah and no. It's mm-hmm. nah. <laughs> like my Don McLean interview. Oh, man. i am tell you that. I, and he actually, he was so sweet, he actually let me sit on the piano stool with him. He had just finished up really? a concert at the Caesars Club uh-huh. here in Roanoke, which lasted about 15 minutes. And uh, he was the opening act, and I went over, trotted over there that night with um, a DVD recorder from the news department. Sure. And I said, uh, Mr. Fats, uh, Mr. Domino, whatever you called, I said, uh, can I talk to you? And he said, yeah, oh, come on. And so I went up and sat down on, yeah. the, on the piano bench with him, and we had a, just a wonderful conversation with just me. He had very little to say, <laughs> but he's sweet as a button. Yeah, Just a wonderful
0: So thing. you had a better conversation with Fats Domino than you did with Maria Muldar Almost. <laughs> (laughs)
1: almost well how about uh, Sly and the family I'm still hurting over that she hissed at me (laughs) she hissed at me when I went to kiss her and she don't don't kiss me, I've got my makeup on. I'm going on stage. Oh, excuse me, Miss Murray Maldor. Park your camel out back, if you don't mind. Well, we had Sly in the Family Stone. Thank mm-hmm. you for letting me be mice elf again. was one side, and everybody is a stone. Oh, man, that was huge. Two great songs. Yeah. You
0: mentioned Elvis a little while ago. I did? Uh, yep. Oh, yeah. uh, his latest flame was one side. On the other side of that vinyl, Little Sister. Oh, Okay. Yeah, a, that's right. Yeah, mm. uh, Traveling Man. Hello, Mary Lou. Ricky Nelson. Yeah. Two-sided hit. You know, I, I think that's just it. For people today, they don't realize what this A and B side was, and it, it got, I think it got a little confusing for whoever was on the air, because at the time, there were more, probably more AM stations than FM stations. There were. And the record companies always sent mm. the radio station the same song on both sides. Every now and then, you would get an A and a B side.
1: Yeah, not always. Yeah, but you could. Some some Paramount, for some reason, always, which I think he was on, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. They didn't do double-sided with one song. They, okay. It came with, with an A and B side. So there, there were some records, and I think Cameo, Parkway, also.
0: Yeah, I, and I don't know if the reason recall. you only got one song on both sides was because one would wear out from the cue scratch.
1: There was that, and also they wanted. They to didn't make, trust us. They wanted to make sure that the the dum dum. <laughs> Music director didn't accidentally play the wrong side so they put the same song on both sides. I mean that's true. I yeah, mean yeah, you know, yeah. it's a good way to handle it, don't you think?
0: Well, and uh we we left this one out. Chicago, Make Me Smile was on one side, Color My World.
1: Oh, that's big. Was on that's the huge. Other. That's yeah. huge, yeah.
0: So there you go. That uh, and there are like a gazillion other uh, A and B sides, but we wanted to uh, focus on a few.
1: Today's podcast is completely gluten-free. Really? Yes, we want everyone to know. So, those of you who have problems with your glutens, you won't have to worry about it
0: listening to this program. I was today. just out looking for some gluten free stuff. Were you really? Uh, the other day, and mm. you know, gluten free is not exactly cheap. It's not cheap.
1: No. 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 Not, not well, at all. it takes a lot of work to take the glutens out of things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: And by the way, we're gluten-free today. So, <laughs> so we're gluten-free. I'm happy to report that.
1: We are. We're gluten-free today. Yes, we are.
0: <laughs> so now that we know we're gluten-free, mm-hmm. shall we get to seconds guessing? We're going to get seconds guessing. Is it gluten-free?
1: No. Okay. What are you, I guess you're wondering what you will get from the old podcast uh, prize closet today. Gluten-filled? No. Okay. It has nothing to do with that. All right. Uh, a wearing blender, slightly used from 1964. Works like a charm, by the way, Lair, Now you and the little lady can enjoy blending and frappéing until your heart's desire. <laughs> did you know that Fred Waring of Fred Waring and the Pennsylvanians invented the wearing blender? I was not aware. Fred Waring was a musician, band leader, and radio personality in the 30s. So, how did he become a blender? How did he become a blender? <laughs> well,. Turns out that old Fred uh, before he got into the music big time had an architectural engineering degree from college okay. of all things. All right. you know. And a friend came to him and says, "I've got this idea for something that like, blends and frappés and does oh, okay. stuff." Uh, yeah, sure. Which they then he then did the, all the mechanical stuff uh, uh, drawings and then they patented it together. Hmm. Known originally as the Miracle Mixer, it became a big hit, especially with restaurants, and then it, he changed the name to the Wearing Blender, which is what we have today. Of course, now everybody makes them. Hamilton Beach, all sorts of people make them.
0: Yeah, I only wish Ron Popiel. No, had that's, done that. that's <laughs> one that Ron missed.
1: He missed out on that one big time, I'll tell you. Well, he think... was
0: still cashing in on the pocket fisherman.
1: <laughs> and, yeah, and all the other stuff that he invented.
0: So you ready to do this? I'm ready.
1: Okay, well. Well, some of them are pretty easy, okay? okay? I'm,
0: I'm all about easy. I've lived my life in vain. Every
1: dream has only
0: brought Now, am I naming the artist... Whatever you want to. Okay.
1: We're right um, open on this one. Right, Charles? It's Ray Charles. You don't remember the song? No, I don't. It was uh, Born to Lose.
0: Oh. And the
1: yeah. A side of that was I Can't Stop Loving You, now, which was the massive hit, of course, as you know. I remember that a lot better. There's a little more complicated than they've been in the past, so okay. I'm having to shuffle through some papers and realign my track. Here we go. No, okay. Right, I'm coming up I'm right with a little luck.
0: News is out town. Jerry Lee
1: Lewis. You got it, Jerry Lee Lewis. Can you remember the net title song? Title of the song is You no. Win Again. And that was the B side of his big hit, Great Balls of Fire. Okay, I remember that one. Okay. okay. Now, I knew you couldn't get all this. All so right. That's not the object <laughs> of the game. All right, okay. here's an easy one now.
0: Now that would be uh, the Beatles. The Revolution. A revolution. Hey, Jude was the other yep. side. Yep. Okay. okay. Yeah, I don't expect yeah. you to remember A uh, long time gone. Yep. Crosby, Stills, and Nash.
1: Absolutely. And the A side was Sweet Judy Blue Eyes. what a great one. Oh, yes. Okay. Here's what we mentioned earlier, I okay. do believe. Well, how come you say you will when you won't? Tell me you do, baby. When you don't, let me know, honey, how you feel. Tell the truth now—is love real? Mm-hmm. Uh oh, Mr. Mm-hmm. D's in deep trouble here now. I can tell you that right now. I... Well, the name of Carl the Carl cell- Perkins. Carl Perkins, you got that right. This was from 1956. Honey Don't was the name of the song. We mentioned it earlier. Why don't I remember that? I don't know. Oh, I was born in 56. Oh, there you go. See, they didn't have your little ear pods in when you were popped out. And and the A side was Blue Suede Shoes, which, by the way, was not a big hit for him. It was a big hit for who? Elvis. 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 He had a modest hit for it, but uh, he was in an accident and was laid up in a hospital, and Elvis recorded the song and went on tour, was doing it on the Sullivan Show, and he sort of left out on oh, that one. Oh. Yes. There you go. Hated
0: for the gym to the sock combo. The really jump spin and the cats are going wild. The my What the a recognizable man. voice. Uh, Little Richard. Mm-hmm. Uh, that
1: wouldn't be Ready Teddy. It would, it? would be Ready Teddy for 1956. And the A-side was an even bigger hit, Rip It Up. I always liked that okay. one. Man, that was a spirited song.
0: Oh, I like this song.
1: Uh, Rain from yep. the Beatles? Rain from the Beatles. What do you think was on the other side of that? Uh,
0: now, that one I remember. Paperback Writer.
1: You got which I it. I love yeah, that absolutely. song as 1966 well. for that one. Paperback Writer. Okay. Blah, 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 blah. La Bamba. La Bamba. La Bamba. What was on the other side? Uh, Donna. You got it. Man. Just knocked it out. <laughs> knocked it out of the field there. All right, here comes another. We're going to get this one. Okay, this one's okay. easy. It's 1967. And nobody
0: can make me do wrong. Uh, that's uh, uh, Aretha? Yeah, we practically
1: gave you the name of the song well, right there. I, but I don't remember that song. We didn't play the heck out of it like we did a lot of other things. Do right. But- uh, do Right D-d-duddle Woman. Dudley Do Right. No. Do Right. Did you say Do Right?
0: <laughs> yes. Do, do Right, right woman.
1: woman, Do Right Man was the official title of the song. Uh, 1967. Uh, never that. Loved a Man the Way I Loved You was the big hit on the other side. Now that I remember. Double sided. Ah. Uh, ah, uh, yeah. Uh,
0: ah. Uh. I I love this song.
1: Mm-hmm. Born on a Bayou. CCR. Yep. CCR. What was on the other side, do you think?
0: Uh, Proud Mary.
1: Man, you got that one, "Proud Mary," and "Born on a Bayou," and here's the final one. This okay. one's—we mentioned it earlier. Tom, get you right time. What is that thing hammering oh, Simon, into the ring?
0: Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, the only, what? The one. Uh, the, uh, the only living boy in New York.
1: Yeah, what's on C- the other side?
0: Cecilia,
1: you're breaking my heart. Yeah, 1970, Cecilia liked to feel you. We <laughs> used to say on the radio when <laughs> you could get by with such things.
0: Uh, Born on the Bayou, okay? Mm-hmm. There is a YouTube video, and I cannot remember the show it was on. I think I've shared this with you before. Fogarty's there, Tim McGraw. Jason Aldean, Luke Bryan, hmm. Keith Urban, all doing that song. It is incredible. Really? Incredible.
1: Well, we've had, a unfortunately, we've had a couple of deaths since the last time. We oh. seem to be having a lot of those recently, and I've... I wanted to just mention two of them in particular. Okay. Singer Chuck Jackson has died at the age of 85. Born in Winston, Salem, North Carolina. did you know that. Jackson provided Burt Bacharach and Hal David with one of their very early hits with this song. I will hear you say goodbye, my love.
0: Great song. Very pretty song. Mm-hmm.
1: And you. The song was called Any Day Now, but technically was named My Wild Beautiful Bird, which nobody ever called it. Nobody ever called it My Wild Beautiful Bird, uh, on the radio at least. Mm -hmm. That was in the early 60s, and he had some other modest hits, including a Keep Forgetting over the next decade or two. Okay. Uh, hit maker Huey Piano-Smith has died. Uh, beloved New Orleans Session Man who backed Little Richard, Lloyd Price, and other early rock stars with his own group. Made the uh, party favorite, you Don't You Just Know It? And Rockin' Pneumonia and A Boogie Will You Flew. He died at the age of 89. But here's kind of a sad story. What's that? was just 15 when he began playing professionally. And in his 20s helped out numerous 50 hits, including uh, Where Yet" by per Lloyd Price and... I hear you knocking, my little Richard. But here's a sad thing. Smith and his group wrote and arranged and recorded Sea Cruise. But Ace Records thought the song would have been more successful with a white singer. As Smith learned bluntly from local record distributor Joe Corona, they replaced the clowns, that was the name of his uh, group, mm-hmm. vocals, with mm-hmm. those of Frankie Ford, whose version became a million-seller. Whoa. Isn't that a nasty thing to have happen? Well yes, it happened indeed. in the it happened in the business a lot. I mean it really did. It happened in the business an awful lot. So anyway, Frankie Ford didn't write it. Huey Lewis Piano Smith did it and did not have the big hit record of it because they they pulled a they pulled one on him. Yes what they, they did. They pulled one on yes, him. Yes, they did. That's a shame. Oh are you ready for um some, oh, oh another pop, pop quiz? quiz? Yes indeed we have a pop quiz. Okay. Today. That's ah, enough of the pop. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Um, what does VHS stand for? Uh, I, 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 the reason I do this is because I... <laughs> Video Home System? You got it. You yeah, know, really? I'm, I was just guessing. I was sitting at my desk one day, and I, I don't know why. I thought VHS, well, what the... I should know what it stands for. <laughs> I've had it all my life, practically. VHS stands for Video Home System, an analog recording on tape... Developed in the 70s and eventually overtook Sony's Betamax tapes and machines. Yes, they did. I ended up owning both of them, as a matter of fact. Betamax, by the way, had better quality of video. But But I think they had
0: bigger machines. They did.
1: (laughs) It took uh, some galoot to bring it to your house and hook it up. But anyway, VHS came up with a lot more um, things that were a lot more convenient. For use, yeah,
0: at, at Blockbuster, which we talked about last yeah. time. Right. Uh, th- anybody remember Blockbuster? You know, you could go in there and you'd have uh, VHS copies mm. everywhere, yeah. Then the beta wall was about uh, a, a <laughs> foot long. <laughs>
1: Would you believe I still have a I must have a hundred Betamax tapes stashed away on a drawer at home and I've gotta get those things out and throw them away. Well anyway, in nineteen ninety-six the D V D and C D formats mm-hmm. came into being, D V D being being the video and right. C D being the audio. And we went from analog to digital technology at home. By the way, the last VHS equipment ceased production in 2016. Can you believe they still made them up till 2016? Wow. And this will come as no shock to you, Mr. Oh, Downey. Oh. I still have two VHS machines in working order. <laughs> one here at the office and one at home. And that surprises me. Not at all. Yeah. But hang on to them, okay? Well, I've already hung on
0: to them. Well, it. keep hanging on well, to them. I it. think
1: the darn thing's going to last longer than I am. Well, <laughs> At this point.
0: Possibly because I was reading the other day where the cassette tape
1: yeah, is, making a, is making a comeback. Yeah. We we mention a cow sills earlier. Yes, we did. Because I always loved me some cow sills, mm-hmm. you know. And I thought this was kind of funny. I came across this <laughs> the other day. This is the cow sills for the American Dairy Association.
0: It's the cow sills with another big one on the American Dairy Association label. Yeah. The milk song. Milk song. What? When you find that you're running down slowly And you need a lip that will last oh, Awful. <laughs> There's something that you should be knowing
1: Psychedelic milk song. It ain't natural.
0: keep going through the day
1: Keep going through the day
0: <laughs> oh, wake Do day
1: Wake up to a milk day, Larry. Okay. Yes, indeed. Nothing gets you going like a big old jug of milk. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, that's enough of that. That was pretty terrible, but that's the best I can find.
0: So the Cal Sills, still on tour. In fact, they've got. Uh, I some thought the Cal Sills
1: were out to pasture. No. no.
0: No, no, they're they're coming back in. <laughs> the cows out they're, the pasture. They're they're, they're not just out in the pasture. They're on tour. Well, you know, they're going to be part of the Flower Power Cruise. What? The Flower Power, Power Cruise, Cruise out of Miami, the twenty third through the thirtieth of March oh, of this year. Larry, we got to get on that. They're uh, they're cruising and performing with the Zombies. Oh man, Herman's Hermits oh. with uh, Peter Noon, Felix Cavallari, and. Uh, the Rascals. Uh, Mickey Dolans is going to be uh, performing.
1: Man, all-star cast.
0: Yardbirds, Buckinghams, Grassroots, Fifth Dimension, The Family Stone, or Sly. Uh, he probably didn't even know what state he's, he's in. Stone. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the uh, the Manfreds, uh, Big Brother and Holden Company, Ides of March, Spencer James. Did they miss anybody? I don't think so, but are they going to have anybody to be able to sit there and enjoy them on the ship? Good heavens. Well, guess what? Ship sold out. No kidding. Ship is sold out for... Uh, For the Flower
1: Power Cruise. Well, you know it's got to be a lot of fun. Oh, absolutely. But I can't believe they would book that many groups. Well, there goes the profit margin.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Really. Uh, Let's see. They're also going to be doing Wheeling, West Virginia in April. Well, there you go. uh, Westerly, Rhode Island uh, Mm. also in April. And then in May, they're doing the Happy Together Tour.
1: Happy Together. I guess that would include the Turtles. Uh, That would
0: include the Turtles, Mm. little Anthony, Gary Puckett, the Vogue and the Classics 4. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And well, so, anyway, that's going to be in multiple cities. So, cowsills are apparently alive and well. And they're alive and kicking. Not just out in the pasture. They're out to sea. That's right. <laughs> Cow seals for the American dairy.
1: dairy Somebody was using the old bean when they did that. Yes, they were.
0: Yes, they were. Well, is that it for this podcast?
1: (laughs) Oh, yes, indeed. All right. Thank you so much for
0: uh, listening to episode 59 of Two Larrys and a Mike. (laughs) If you enjoyed this podcast and this episode, we hope you're going to subscribe to the show. You can find Two Larrys and a Mike wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to share the podcast with someone by clicking on the share button. Join us next time for Two Larrys and a Mike. I'm Larry Dowdy.
1: Larry. Blown B side and uh, oh my, Mike is still shooting those balloons down, helping us save a
0: lot of money. I bet he's a lot of fun at a he party. You know what I'm money. saying? Really, especially is. a birthday party. We'll Just see you next keeps time. Keeps it going, right? <laughs> <laughs>